You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, my life has been changed. I'm just saying, you know, you know, you you don't always know when the moment is going to happen. You know, when it's like you will never be the same after this after this happens. Okay. Yesterday, I had that moment, and I knew it was going to happen Did before I like tried it. Did something super exciting happen? Well, I, I will say this. My life has been changed. Sarah, I have seen things. I have been places that I never thought I would be able to go. Are you no longer a virgin? Well, no, we're not going that far. But what <laughs> I'm saying is, I went to space yesterday, Sarah. On top of that, I was oh chased God, by a monster. This is when you full-blown lost it, right? I love virtual reality. Oh, Hello, everyone. This God. is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Before we get too far into, day sh- into uh, today's show, I do want to say thank you to our fine sponsor, Sonic Sketches. Oh, yes. Sonic Sketches. Now, they're a very forward-thinking, futuristic uh, futuristic uh, artwork company. Are you trying to compare them to virtual reality? I'm getting there. I'm trying, okay. to, I'm trying to work this that out That was here. a real, real... I, you didn't even let me get, get past it. It was I mean, a lazy segue. It was not a lazy you segue should, you because you didn't let a, me finish you it. You could have used a segue to make a better segue for that. I... Sonic Sketches are a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. If you have not taken a look at a Sonic Sketch, you should because that will change your life. Go to sonicsketches.com and uh, take a look at how they do it. Essentially, they take your favorite uh, your favorite music, your favorite audio, and they turn that into visual artwork. So say you've got a favorite song, whatever that song may be. you know, Or, or, or an important song to you and a special someone. Yeah. And what they do is they convert that song into a WAV file and turn it into honestly really beautiful artwork and you can see all the different kinds there at sonicsketches.com they are fantastic I, I will just state for the record i have purchased a sonic sketch i got it from my sister and her husband for christmas and it elicited real tears yes it caused real happy tears and that so is I'm sarah's saying, goal is to make people that cry. is always my goal yes that is a, a happy cry not yes. a sad cry but i right. like a good happy cry because that means like you're so overwhelmed with emotion you're so excited about it that you just can't keep it in yes and so that was the that was the the seal of approval for make me. Make someone you love cry. Mm-hmm. Get them a Sonic sketch. I'm not sure if that's how they wanted those ads to actually go if to implying the crying, but they are. It really is amazing. So SonicSketches.com. Go there and free shipping to anywhere in the world for anyone who uses the code Fun Employment on checkout. So free shipping. Absolutely, and just kind of spanning across to our friend who has a Kickstarter right now, our good friend Keelan King. Yes. Uh, one of the one of the prizes that you get if you support his Kickstarter, which you can find if you look up uh, Star Pilots. Starpilotmusic.com. Starpilotmusic.com. Thank you. I have a hard time pronouncing that other word. Um, go there. One of the one of the levels that you can get actually includes a Sonic sketch. Awesome. So might as well do it. Yes, indeed. Sonicsketches.com. Use the code Fun Employment. Get free shipping. All right. Now back to what we were talking about. Okay. I've, I've got to explain this, and I'm. It's hard for me to explain it's something like because it's like you've almost forgotten like all social cues and how to interact with people once you've discovered this. This is making so much more sense if you spent all. I'm assuming all day yesterday if you got your hands on a virtual reality thing. Not all day yesterday. Day, but I had to work really hard to get all my stuff done, and then I, I spent way too long last night with this thing. So let me explain what happened. You know, and it's it's difficult for me to explain it in, in that aspect because it is a, it's a life changing event. Like it's a new world for me. I've experienced something I've never experienced before, Sarah. I feel like I've crossed over into another plane, and it's this. So our good friend, uh, friend of the show here, Rick Rutherford, he's actually in the live chat right now. FunEmploymentRadio.com/slash. Rick, what have you done? What have you done? He actually he actually wrote me. Uh, 
he sent me a message this morning saying that he, you were probably going to hate him because of because of the fact that he let me borrow this. Oh, yeah. He said, um, I feel like I will probably have to apologize to Sarah for introducing this to you. Yeah, I know. First, he doesn't like he doesn't come to our comedy showcase where I was looking forward to having a, a cocktail with him and Melanie. And then all of a sudden he's like, takes that stick, drives it a little bit further in. By loaning me this. So by loaning you that. What have I done to me. you, Rick? What did I do to you? He loaned me his Samsung Gear VR. Now, let me explain what that How is. How long did he loan it's it to you for? Not forever, right? For, no, not forever. It's not forever. But let me explain what it is for anybody who doesn't know. So you've probably at least seen commercials or seen stuff online about you know this kind of new advent of virtual reality glasses. And I'm, I'm, I'm serious when I say this. It, it really is amazing. So it's called, this is the Samsung Gear VR. You can look it up. It's, it looks like something you would see out of a movie. It looks a little silly. I'll say it's a com- glasses that completely kind of encompass all of your eyes. And when you put it on there, um, you put it on and it's like you are in a completely different world. It's 360 degrees. <laughs> Is it a little bit of virtual insanity, Greg? It's, it's virtually insane. It's 360 degrees of amazing, a brand new world. You're in a virtual world. Or they have special 360 degree cameras. All right, you've so got to like slow down. You've got to slow down because right. I'm getting really confused. All right, so when you say 360 degree world, that means you look up, you look down, you look all around, and all of it is. Yes. Let me give you. An... Take a breath. Okay, let me give you an example of what I did yesterday, Sarah. This is what I did in my evening. Maybe you can tell us what you did. What I did in my evening? Mm-hmm. I did this. Um, for one, I went on a complete tour of the solar system. I flew in my own personal spaceship, oh and I got to go to each planet, and I could zoom in on each planet, and then their moons. And it was like I was right there, and I could spin around in a chair, and I could see everywhere. I could see 360 degrees down. I even had like a fake little arms and legs in the spaceship. You had fake little arms and legs? Yeah, in this thing. Uh huh. And this, as I'm flying in my Wait, spaceship. Wait, do you control your fake little arms and legs? Uh, no, you don't are have you any moving, need to. Are you moving around when you're wearing this, or do you just you, like stay in one the place? The way that you do it is you get, really, you need a chair that will spin. And you need it in a, in a set place so you don't walk around and run into things because you can't see any of the real world anymore. All Unless you can see you're is the starting to consider the virtual world your real world. Well, it's the better world. That's what I'm starting to think. Oh, my I'll God. This reminds that. me of that sad documentary I watched about the guy, like, because uh, I can't remember what it was called, uh, who were obsessed with video games. And how they would talk about like, oh no, the real world, like the job. They're like, no, that's the that's the fake world. My real world is on is when I play the video games. Like Second Life or something like that. Exactly. It was like a World of Warcraft thing. Uh. And they played like World of Warcraft and any time that they weren't like sleeping or working. Well, and so you, that was World of Warcraft was the real world. The I'll, other stuff was just like the supplementary. I'll stuff. tell you this, I don't have my own personal spaceship in this world, so you tell me which one's more real. So like did that last night. I went on a went on a solar system tour. So you sit in the three hundred and sixty degree chair and you can look all around and see everything and it's like you're in the middle of space. And then I went from there. Um, I also had dinner with a Mongolian family uh, last night where they just like pluck you down. I'll in the take of random this for a thousand, Alex. You had dinner with a Mongolian family like of- a real one? Or- Part of the demonstration was they... Wait, you had a fake dinner with a fake Mongolian well, family in your virtual reality. It looked real to me. I'll say that. And then I also was chased by a monster in a game. So you play this game, and it's 360 degrees, too. So you can, like, spin around. You can see this monster chasing you. And then it tries to eat you. Why would you want and, to play a game with a monster chasing you? Um, Wait, you, so you can turn awesome. around and see it chasing you? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's that it's sounds amazing. terrifying. It's amazing, Sarah. So I'm sorry. So you were listing this under accomplishments. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying this is these are all things that I did last night. Uh, I also defended the world from aliens. So I'm just going to say put that one out there too. This is all 
just sitting in my living room, I was able to accomplish these things thanks to the virtual reality. It was amazing. I'm ready. I'm ready to be plugged into the Matrix. Like I know. Like I was just not move. You just want to sit in a swivel chair for the rest of your well, life. Everybody like envisions themselves as being the ones you know fight against the Matrix. Don't let the machines take over and you know things like that. They're, don't let that. Uh, that's not real. And the way I'm looking at it now, after what I experienced, I pretty much gave up the fight last night. Um, I would like. To I give, gave up the fight. Let me say, Rick Rutherford did break my heart this week. By um, of course, again, you know, I didn't get to see him at the comedy showcase. He gave you a virtual reality headset. He didn't give me it. No. Well, he he's letting you me. use one. Yeah. But he did just send me this. Oh, man, he took a picture of me. That's when I was trying it on. All right, we'll have to post that at funemploymentradio.com. This is when he came in. Uh, oh, my God. You look nerdier than I could have ever imagined. I believe I'm smiling right there because I'm on the moon at that point. I'm, I'm going to guess. Who knows? Yeah, it was. It really is just awesome. It's It's awesome. Uh, my life has been changed. I am a different person so today than I was yesterday. So what are you going to do this weekend? Is it just going to be you sitting at your house on a swivel chair? It, probably, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is wrong with you? And then you? you touch the side of it. That's where the You know, little... I bet Rick let you borrow it because he needed to get it away from himself. Because he's uh, just like, all right, be. I've got to do something. That's why he didn't go to the comedy showcase. Because he was playing with the goddamn virtual reality thing. Oh, that could be. Probably his life is turned upside down. It's topsy-turvy. It could be. I mean, it's 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 amazing. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, if there's anywhere you can go try one, like, I don't know if they have them at Best Buy or something something like that, or somewhere you can go try one on, try it on. Oh, what you're saying is that you have it at your house, so I'm sure you'd be more than willing to share it with other people. That's not mine, though. It's Rick, so I can't, I won't do that. Oh, you won't let other people try it on? No, no. And that's not, he loaned it to me. Nobody else can try it. Have you let your roommates try it? <sighs> I let Ben try it on. He tried it on, and he went on a little bit of my solar system tour. And are you going to be all weird? Are you kidding me? Your solar system tour? Well, I mean, I set up the solar system tour, so I no, you did. Did you hit play on the solar system tour? Well, you were so whiny. Oh my god! No, I'm just saying. I yes, I I let Ben try it on. I let Ben try it on. I figured that was good. That was it, though. But it's not mine. It's not mine alone. So I should probably just use. All right, I'm going to ask the question that everybody's asking. Have you tried to download porn on it? That is what every single person. Has ever asked, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that I brought it up with. Even when I went down and did uh, Digital Trends DT Daily today, one of the, I, I told somebody down there, I'm like, oh, I'm borrowing this. He's like, yeah, man, can you believe what's, what it's going to be like when they have porn, like like real porn for those things? I don't know if there is porn or not. I have not tried it. I'm not going to defile Rick's Samsung VR glasses. Have you downloaded glasses. anything on it? Just the solar system tour. <gasps> did you ask him if you could download your solar system tour? Well, I assumed it was okay. I can delete it. It was free. I didn't charge. It didn't didn't cost money. It's not going to take your turn. So dude. you've had this for one day, and already you're downloading things on property that's not your own to go on your own private. It tour. was a solar system tour. I wasn't downloading porn. I didn't go to some website for that. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they do have porn for these things. I have no idea. You're promising me that you have not actually tried. to I look can for promise it. you, I am not going to go download porn on Rick's VR glasses that he loaned me. Let alone, I don't want to be that guy anyway. So, no, the answer is no. I I have not downloaded porn onto his glasses. I'm gonna <laughs> hand him back. It's like, but you want I don't to. know, man. It's got some kind of virus or something. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. The machine's dude. broke, dude. Yeah, no, I I will not be doing that. But I I guarantee though, and actually, I talked about this. 
I'll use this moment for a side plug. I do a podcast for digitaltrends.com, uh, digitaltrends.com slash podcasts, trends with benefits. We talked about a VR yesterday, and I kid you not, this is before I actually got it from Rick. Um, yeah, the porn industry drives all all of that oh, stuff. Oh, yes, Even everybody knows that. Chad is noting, yeah. Because yeah. all you guys just want to see 3D boobs. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, preferably real, but, you know, if you can do it through the VR, hey, that's that's fine. Anyway. That's that's what I wanted to get out today. I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that. I'm a different man. I'm a different person. I've changed, Sarah, and I'm not who I used to be. So is it like one of those things – is it like a movie where you can like reach out and like touch things or – Well, they like don't have that things? ability yet. You can't like okay. physically touch it, but you can look and you've got like a little control pad so you can like manipulate things and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you can manipulate things, huh? Yes, yes. The control pad? Yes, that's what it is. You manipulate things. It's, it's pretty awesome. So I'm not even so going to ask sorry. you what there you're going to be doing this weekend. That's prob- probably it. Yeah, I was saying the Matrix thing. Yeah, I, I thought I would always be one of those people who would like fight. You know, you always picture yourself in, in that position. Like, no, fight against the machines. If this is what the machines are bringing us, all right. You just want to be plugged into something. And that's yeah, I would. They, they win. Well, if I get a spaceship, Sarah, I mean... Let's be honest. What's more likely to happen? That I get an actual spaceship? You do seem like you would just like plug into something and then just go away forever. Well, I mean, I never thought of myself that way. I always thought of myself as the hero fighting back, but no. You're supposed to I fight mean, against technology. You're not supposed to, like, seriously, you've already rolled over and given up, and it hasn't even been 24 in hours. In two hours, I got to go on a – I didn't even talk about the safari, but I got to go on a, a space journey – and I fought aliens, and I ran away from monsters, and I had dinner with a Mongolian family. I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay with this. Yeah, I, I give up. They win. They win. Already, I give up. I, I, I don't even know where so to So, Sarah, go. what did you do with your time? Um, I didn't live my life in a virtual reality headset looking like a total knob. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, nothing. I just, uh, just kind of stayed. I'm, I'm restarting Dexter. Oh, well, okay. Which, from the beginning. All right. Which is such a good show because I haven't seen, you know, the first part of it in like, you know, eight, nine years. Is that on a normal television you were watching that? No, I was watching it on my computer. Oh, on your computer. Yeah, they have oh. it. Uh, it's on the Netflix now. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Snooze fest. Well, are you going to do anything? Well, your parents look close. Are you going to do anything for Easter this weekend? Uh, yes, actually. I will be having Are uh, you going to bring that with you? I am. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'll be, I'll be having, having some Easter dinner. Doing doing all that stuff this weekend, it's true. We I mean that's about that's about all we do. We don't have much else for that anymore. Like when I was a kid, we used to have like Easter egg hunts and stuff like yeah. that. But do most, you guys have like any Easter tradition kind of things? Um, was it the Easter egg hunt? No, the Easter egg hunt. We used to go to my dad's work when I was a kid, of course, and go to the to the big uh, like hunt they would have where they like all the all the workers kids would show up and they'd have like the company would put on one some of the prizes they have the eggs out there it was like candy or they'd throw like a like a silver dollar in one of them or something mm-hmm. like that but the problem was though when i would go to that when i was little it was there was always these bigger kids who would just like shove you down and take all your stuff they'd do it when no one was looking do you realize like most of your stories growing up like no matter where you are end with like some guy shoving you out of the way and taking something from you be it a you know like an egg or your spot in the bathroom line uh, or your drink or anything else. This just kind of seems to be a pattern that your life has followed Does a this bit. explain kind of the uh, theme of how I feel, uh, how I am this uh, nowadays? All right. So, yeah. They, I mean, yeah. These big kids, they would come over. They'd push you down. And then they'd wait. They'd make sure because they were smart about it. They would make sure like nobody was there to witness it. And then they'd just take your shit and run off with it. It sucked. I hated going there. Then we stopped going there. 
Weren't you talking about, was it last week or was it sometime recent when you were talking about someone shoving you aside in the bathroom line? There's like, move oh, yeah, aside, no. nerd. I was, that was different. That was when I was downtown, when I was with my buddy and we were, this was uh, in my earlier 20s down here in, in Portland. And he wanted to go to a club to pick up on chicks. And as we know, if you listen to this show much or know me in person, I'm quite the clubber and the dancer. And the ladies' man. And a ladies' man, Mm -hmm. clearly. I'm not terrified of women. He's the trifecta. Not terrified of women at all. So You should tell them all about your virtual reality headset that you're borrowing from somebody for a week. That's what I will. (laughs) That's what I will from now on. This is how I'm going to pick up on chicks. So, yeah, though that, that was when we went downtown and he wanted to go to this club, so I went with him. And we were drinking, and then we were supposed to go dance with chicks. And I went to wait in line for the bathroom at this – I can't remember the name of the club. It was like Club 10 – It was downtown? Yeah, it was downtown, Club 15 or 11 or something. I don't know what it was. But we went down there to that, and I was waiting in line for the bathroom, and it was a single bathroom at this section I was at, which was kind of weird, but I was waiting in line. And it got to be my turn. Like the guy in front of me left. I was going to go in, and this giant dude with a tank top on – like this monster of a dude walks by, shoves me in the chest and shoves me back, doesn't say anything, and just goes in the bathroom and locks the door. And that's it. I know. And I was like, ah, wow, you suck. But there's nothing I could do about it. Like, what, was I going to try to fight the guy? No. I mean, my buddy that I was down there with, he's about my size. We're not the biggest dudes in the world. And I, I think this guy was there with like a whole group. It, it wouldn't have been good. But mm-hmm. yes, he did shove me aside like a twerp. And uh, and went in and Twerp. used the bathroom. Oh and then my god, that word is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Greg. It seems like this has been a theme that's carried on. So don't wear your virtual reality uh, headset you're borrowing from Rick in public because it seems like somebody will just shove you and take it from you. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't. I won't do that. Yeah, it's being noted a giant, like five foot ten. Eh, yeah, it could have been. I don't know. Big meathead. But Greg's tough. Big meathead with a. Make yourself sound tougher right now, Greg. Well, yeah, no. I mean, I am pretty badass, Sarah. Did I tell you that I have a spaceship and I went on a solar system tour? Oh, my God. I bet he didn't do that. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Lock yourself in the house when you're using using the virtual reality set because someone's just going to come up and shove you and take it and just walk off. <sighs> well, I defended the Earth against aliens last night, so okay. that's all I'm, no, I'm saying. Okay. <sighs> yeah. No, maybe it is a theme in my life that that's happened. But yeah, no. Now you're making me sound like I'm a... Like I'm a wussy. I know. It does make you sound like a wussy. I'm That's not what a I'm wussy. saying. You got to stand up for yourself. I do stand up for myself. Oh, sorry. I can see. I'm aliens. a man. <laughs> Against the aliens that are coming to attack. Oh my God. I was pounding the table showing how tough I was. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Loud noises like usually distract people and it makes you seem tougher. Stronger, more intimidating. Is that why you talk so much out of your face? I'm still a little bit sick, so I think that my head's a little bit clogged and I don't know what I'm saying. You have been. You've asked me. So I can always tell that Greg's sick when he starts asking my opinion for things a lot more. Like when he writes anything, he's like, does this look okay? I don't know what this <laughs> is. Like since we, I have to proofread everything. I'm like, yes, it looks fine. But you, I just don't know what I'm doing. It's like a lot of self-doubt you get when you're sick. Yeah, because I'm, I'm really confused. Well, it was probably, you know, it didn't help with the whole like blurting out main stain in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, that didn't help Wednesday. earlier this week. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that, Andy. <sighs> just can't trust your vocal cords right now. No, I can't trust the uh, the head that's controlling them. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem is. Maybe that's why you feel so much more comfortable in the virtual reality. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I, uh, yep. Thank you. All right, Greg. We're going to move on to the real there. world. Are you okay? I was getting okay? lost in there. You did kind of seem like you were drifting or something. Yeah. People are asking if you had any juice today. No. Coffee. Some coffee. Okay. I had to get up early. I did finally sleep a little bit last night. Well, that's good. 
I'm yeah. So happy to hear it. Yeah. Head's still pretty clogged. Get solid cold this week. Pretty clogged. I think you're kind of dragging it out now so you can have an excuse to not do anything tonight and just sit at home with that machine. Oh, I do want to do that. Yeah, I know you do. That's true. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Hi. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, so as, as we've talked about before, the summer is fast approaching. And as Greg and I have been very honest about, uh, we're both kind of sweaty when it comes to hot weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Like there are some people that glisten. There are some people who have like, you know, little beads of sweat. Yeah. Greg more so than me, but we're both disgusting sweaters. Wait, wait a minute. What? Why does that make us disgusting? Well, we're not. Because we're not supposed to be that sweaty. Oh. Because, well, at least God ladies in particular. Well, you look like somebody dunked you in like a puddle. I do. Yeah. Yeah. There and, was... like, I'm sweaty for a lady. Like, yeah. ladies are supposed to, I mean, like, I have, I can't wear, like, light-colored shirts because I'll sweat through them and I look disgusting. Yeah, I have to, like, I, I did see a comment on a video that I did the other day. Where I wanted to be mad, but I was like, after looking at him, like, what? What did yeah, they write? Yeah, you're kind of right. Uh, this guy left a comment. He just said, "Did Greg just do the ice bucket challenge before filming this video?" <laughs> and I was at first, I was pissed, and then I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm. Well, it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but you, you know what? That's fair. Okay, I'm not going to be too mad about that one. That's I looked true. pretty sweaty in it. That's why I think I'd be a terrible actor anyway, because anytime I've ever like done any acting or modeling, like under the lights, I just melt. I melt. There's no yeah. stopping it. No matter how hydrated I am, no matter like anything, like I will chug water all day to, to like try and stay hydrated so I don't sweat. Doesn't matter. No, it the still key happens. is, I mean, I know how to kind of control it for that. How? You just, you have to be very cool beforehand. Don't move around a lot before you go on camera. <laughs> just stand there, there still. Stand there very still. Yeah. And then get in the lights. Do it, dab off, and then and then keep going. Well, good but thing. If you try to stand under the lights for too long; it's it's over. Well, we're extremely sweaty, but thankfully neither of us. I don't think smell. I don't. I I don't think you smell. Okay. With well, the sweat. The problem the sweat is, we're smell. both in the same studio, so if we did smell, maybe. Oh we my just god, don't we're know. just so used to each other's smells. Oh, that's maybe everybody wrong. that comes in here is like, ugh. God. Anyway, there's been new research that has come out that has invented a perfume and cologne that actually makes you smell better the more that you sweat. So it doesn't make it overwhelming, but the more you sweat, the more uh, uh, aromatic the smells become, See, therefore that, making you smell better. Does that smell better, though? So you just smell like you're dunked in cologne? No, so it's a so it's a smell that's a raw scent combined with an odorless uh, ionic liquid used as a special delivery system that releases more of the fragrance when it encounters moisture. Uh, so it, it can actually make you smell better if you are excessively sweating, but not overwhelming. So if you have like some sort of odor that you would like to mask, this actually works along with you and not against you. It doesn't blend in with it. It actually okay. is the smell that permeates instead okay. of any other smell. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, just noticing something in the chat here. Those who contribute to the smell in the studio doth not throw stones at said. That didn't work out. I didn't know what I was trying to do there. Kind of lost it halfway through. That was good. Yeah. That's Greg's sick brain. Yep. Hashtag Greg's sick brain. <laughs> uh, so the fragrance doesn't overpower less, uh, doesn't overpower the smell of sweat. Uh, but however, the sweat is drawn to the ionic liquid, which effectively eliminates the odor, therefore making it pretty odorless, but it has like a little bit of a scent to it. Okay. So basically, it's like this is something that I could use. Isn't it called deodorant? Didn't, no, because we deodorant have that? doesn't even work. Like it's basically like deodorant, but it takes the sweat and makes it smell. Like, takes away the sweat smell. Okay. Instead of making it smell like sweat and, like, flowers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Which I don't want to smell like sweat and flowers. 
That's uh, they're story. also it's a big it's a big time I didn't know big time in perfume land perfume and cologne land. Uh, yesterday in Burger King Japan, they released a flame grilled fa- fragrance, which is apparently supposed to smell like a Whopper. Okay, uh, really? However, it's been is described that, is that a as turn on. Is that what? <laughs> however, it's, ladies want uh, somebody did try a sample of it. Someone works for um, a place called The Verge. Uh, his review said that it smells like something uh, uh, like the burned rubber skid marks left by a box fresh MacBook carrying courier scooter after it crashed into a bacon salt factory. Wow! Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. That's so amazing. you too, if you'd like to order that online. Um, so they're still working on the on the sweat uh, the sweat perfume. However, if you want to buy the Whopper perfume, that's uh, save. That's at a whopping $42. Wow. That's it. That seems rather... Is that how much that stuff costs now? Like cologne Well, perfume? ladies' perfume's always been around that. Is it? Yeah, because I, I haven't worn cologne for, for quite a long time, so... I was just thinking I wanted to get me a new perfume. I haven't had one in a long time. Ladies, if any of you grew up in the 90s, you had sunflowers, I bet. If anybody else had sun... sun I remember the ones when I was growing up. Do you remember that? I remember because I had to buy my high school girlfriend sunflowers. Yes! I, did. Yeah. I bought my high school boyfriend cool water. I had some cool water. Yep. Cool water and Dracar Noir. Uh, Dracar Noir. No, but I had I wore sunflowers, and then when I uh, and then I, I graduated to Sun, Moon, and Stars. Which moon I just, and stars. <laughs> moon and stars, which I liked because of the bottle, because the bottle actually looked like a um, like a little planet, but it had like stars all over it. It was really cool. Oh wow! And then uh, my last iteration of perfume was Honestly Sweet Dreams, and it was shaped like a little purse, which I love that stuff. But I was looking at it actually the other day. It's like sixty bucks for a little bottle. Really. Perfume's expensive. Yeah. See, I don't remember how much the sunflowers was. About that, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing with colognes or anything like that, so I had no idea. I would like it. It wasn't a thing I was really into, but I knew that's what you were supposed to do. So I tried a few different kinds. I had Jacquard Noir. I had Cool Water. I had um, some kind of a Calvin Klein one. Oh, CK One was big. Do you remember? I didn't. I remember that CK1 I didn't have CK1. didn't CK1. smell good on me. I, did, I never used CK1. Maybe I had a polo <gasps> one. Oh, Alex in the chat was talking about Electric Youth. My friend, my best friend, Jenny Key, growing up, had Electric Youth. Debbie Gibson's Electric Youth. And it had, like, the cool little, like, spirally thing on the inside of it. Okay. All right. I specifically remember that smell because she would wear that every day. And it was like, Jenny smells like Electric Youth. Yeah. And I don't have my sunflowers. Yeah. Yeah, I, there I it is. <laughs> See, I, I stopped wearing that stuff because it just, I was... So allergic to it that it just it it made me uh, made it so I couldn't breathe, so I just didn't wear that anymore. Mm-hmm. If somebody's wearing way too much perfume, like over the top perfume, I can't be around them. I can't walk through like any of those sections at the mall or anything like that. But no, I can't go near there because it affects my allergies. <laughs> I really sound like a man today. I am an you... impressive specimen of a male heterosexual human being today. Extremely That's what masculine I am. One. I'm very masculine. Well, Greg, since the '90s are coming back, maybe the next lady that you meet, you can buy her some sunflowers perfume again. Sure, because that's the only thing I know. <laughs> I bought my high school girlfriend sunflowers. I thought you'd like some too. <laughs> I loved my sunflowers. I'm gonna get some honest sweet. Uh, all right. So anyway, perfume talk. There you go. Uh, next up, out of Pennsylvania. Oh, I didn't realize that I was going from uh, Burger King to Burger King. Well. Well, out of Farrellton, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania State Police were called in to capture an escaped pig that Uh-oh. was <laughs> that was rescued after blocking a Burger King drive-through, not letting anyone pass, and snapping at customers. State Police, you know what I hate? You know what I hate around this time of the year? What is that? Every story I've had, to, I had to fact check every single goddamn story I had today to make sure oh. it wasn't from uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah, that it makes is, it tough. It is so irritating. 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of that that goes and on. Especially that is like kind the kind of stories that I try to find. Right. Because a lot of them don't seem as if they're true, but I actually do background checks and check the date, like making sure that it's from sometime recent. Not like a Because a lot of times people will reissue stories from like 2012. And pretend like it's like it's new. Yeah, that happens. But just yeah, with April first, that does kind of screw everything up. Oh, it's up. such a pain in the ass. So I had mm-hmm. to go through. It took like it I'm takes, sorry, sir. Thank you, Greg. I powered through sorry, for the people. This is people. Sarah puts in a lot of time and effort in coming bringing these stories of disgusting things to you. You know what? It is a balance. I have to say, like you have to because stories that involve like children, uh-huh. I, I avoid. Even though like there might be something that happens or like some sort of horrible death kind of thing. So you avoid the horrible death of children. There That's- really no. There really is like a fine line you tell it because people will send me stuff and it's like because sometimes I have something good and then it takes a horrible turn or there's one specific yeah. part of it that I'm like oh, that's not funny that's just kind of awful right no so, and I know you you actually do put a lot yeah. of time into this so this one is about a pig so a pig was blocking the Burger King drive through blocking customers from getting their tasty delectable Burger King and snapping at customers it's an angry pig that is an angry pig uh, so state police were called in Thursday morning to Burger King in Farrellton, Pennsylvania, on report of a pig blocking the drive through lane. Uh, police say the pig actually bit a woman who was trying to move him out of the way, but the woman declined medical treatment. Apparently it wasn't too bad of a pig bite. The pig was rounded up and returned to its owner at a nearby farm. Burger King workers say that escaped farm animals are occasionally spotted in the area. However, this is the first time that one has blocked the drive through and it will be served this You can weekend. find pictures of it online. So it looks like the pig's having like a little fast food protest because <laughs> uh, he's blocking it. So um, there were a couple people online who took pictures of the pig blocking the, the driveway. It was you think they're fun. serving it now? It's a pig protest. <laughs> it's a protesting pig, Greg. Yes. It's a protesting pig, Greg. I understand that. All right. So this is one of the stories that I weighed. Oh, but it was God. just, no, it isn't that terrible. I mean, somebody died. So we'll just go. I mean, so that's right. terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Worst possible outcome. Not too bad. I know. It's not, well, it is pretty bad, but a bunch of people sent this to me, and I'm like, the situation itself is a little amusing. Okay. Although, like, rest in peace, this guy who was found in this situation. All right. A man has been found uh, the dead after he apparently died during having sex with a scarecrow. He dressed up in lipstick and a long-haired wig. <laughs> Wait. A man slow, was- slow that down for me. That's a lot to... This is a lot for me to comprehend right this second. A man's body was found okay. in his home after he apparently had sex with a scarecrow that he had dressed up in clothes, a wig, lipstick, and a strap-on sex toy. The remains of Jose Alberto were discovered in his home after neighbors reported a smell coming from the building. If I only had a brain. This is from it. This is in eastern Argentina. Police forced their way into the home of Jose Alberto and were stunned to discover the 58-year-old man laying next to a scarecrow. Next to him, the scarecrow had been dressed up like a woman, although... This is was, a real story? This is a real story. But wearing oh, a... my God. ...strap-on pleasure mobile... Uh, a spokesman for the prosecutor said, I initially thought that there were two bodies, but then I realized one was a scarecrow wearing so, lipstick and a long-haired wig. <sighs> it was lying next to the deceased and had a six-inch strap-on penis. Oh, my God. There were no signs of wow. violence, and we're working on the, on the assumption that the man died during having sexual relations with the scarecrow. Straw had been stuffed inside clothes that had been sewn together to make the scarecrow. Now, uh... That seems like a lot of work just to... <sighs> Can you buy, like, dolls that would... Well, this is in Argentina. I don't know. He was a he was a shepherd. 
gets lonely out there. I he understand. Said, they did say that neighbors said the man who lived alone and did not have uh, any technology to know the phone was, uh, oh, was considered see, a loner by most. This is a man who could have used a good set of virtual reality glasses. That would have solved this whole thing. Next up. A Brooklyn couple is working to reconcile on their love after the woman, actually the wife, tried to poison her husband by dousing his heart pills with bug spray. But he says that it's just because she loves him too much and he wants to take her back. What? All right, so let me let me tell you this. This woman was trying to actively poison him by taking his heart pills, soaking them in bug spray, and putting them back into his thing. However, she's like, no, he was. she was just mad at me. It's fine. All is forgiven. Oh, jeez. So this happened a few years ago. So uh, this is a Brooklyn woman has been charged with lacing her husband's heart medication with Raid bug spray. Ugh. Uh, How would was, he not notice that? Well, she was sentenced to time served, uh, which her husband describes as overblown. Raid bug spray is nothing to... Real sweetheart. That's a real sweetheart. That's just a a tiny misunderstanding. Well, police say that Sandra Jean, uh, 49 years young, of Brooklyn Park, was charged with poisoning her husband in the December 8th domestic assault. For some reason, I pictured like a really old old woman doing this, like an 80-year-old like trying to poison her husband. I would think so, too. I'm done with you. This is a 49-year-old woman. Yeah, that's much younger than I thought. Uh, Their last name is complicated to say and takes away from the story, so I'm just going to call them Sandra Jean and Myron. Okay. Uh, So Myron who is the, the husband, told police that he was arguing with his wife over his drug use. This was happening last December. Then oh. went to the family members, uh, went over to a family member's house for a short period of time to take a little break from their argument. However, upon his return, he prepared to take his prescribed medication and saw some pills sticking together inside of the <laughs> bottle and a residue on the pill, uh, pills, which after he took a sniff of it, smelled like bug spray. When Sandra Jean was searched after the husband had called the police, police found a heart pill in her pocket. Uh, during <laughs> during an interview with the detective, she did admit to lacing her husband's pills with Raid in order to make him ill. Now, Sandra Jean was uh, charged with poisoning, first and second degree assault, and reckless endangerment. So she's been in jail since December 8th. Uh, this week, she pleaded guilty to second degree assault and was sentenced to eight years in prison that was suspended and reduced to, t- to time served because her husband has decided not to press charges against her. Of course not. Even though she was trying to kill him by putting bug spray in his heart pills that he already needed to stay alive. Yeah, I, it's being noted in the chat, too. I don't think that's going to be enough to to kill someone. I think that's why it was... Like, the, if you're really going to go for it... You just go for it. Well, it was second-degree assault is what she was charged with. Okay. Second degree assault, sentenced to eight years in prison. However, it was suspended and reduced to time served because the husband wasn't going to press charges. Let me say, I've I've ingested a lot of bug spray in my life, mainly because when I go that camping, seems like a proud moment for you. Well, when I go camping, I'm just saying it from a from a standpoint of an expert. You, you have know. that awesome next adventure bug spray. That yeah, you and that stuff's great. Too. Yeah, the Ben's, Don't eat Ben's it, bug spray. That stuff's really good. But the problem is, you know, I'm so susceptible to bug bites. I put it everywhere. I have to get myself a coating, or I'll wake up. Like, if I don't put it on my face, I will wake up with lumps all over my face from where mosquitoes have bitten it. All right, so, I'm, thank you, I'm th- thankful you described that. I'm like, why would you wake up with lumps all over your face? If the bites, if I if I don't put some bug spray on there, yeah. Yeah, I'll get bit. They're sneaky bastards. And so so I put some on there. But the problem is, inevitably, some gets on your lips and in your mouth. And it, uh, I it do remember. makes them numb. Yeah, no, it does make them numb. Yeah, and it tastes terrible. Yes, the last name is Skurzik. Skurzik. So Sandra and Myron Skurzik. But it doesn't uh, 
I'm not going to die from it. I mean, I'm not drinking the bottle of it, but I mean, a little bit of spray. I don't know, like, how many, what if she, like, soaked all of them in it, and then, like, how many heart pills does he have to take? I th- As I you get older, you take, a, you take a lot of pills, though. Yeah. Those dosages go up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so a judge is well, also I'm not saying ordered- she shouldn't be in jail. I'm saying she didn't do a very good job if that's what she was trying to do. Well, it said assault and not murder or attempted murder. It was attempted assault. Uh, so a, a judge also ordered uh, Sandra Jean to undergo mental health and substance abuse evaluations. Uh, Myron, however, told the newspaper after hearing um, after the incident and after hearing you know, that his wife only had to use time served, he said it was totally blown out of proportion. She was just a little no. mad at me, oh, you adding know. that he loves his wife, whom he calls his soulmate. Uh, defense attorneys say that Sandra Jean has battled uh, substance abuse. She loves her husband and wants to rebuild her relationship with oh, him. Oh, isn't that sweet? Isn't that just heartwarming? Just ended all, all good there. Yeah. Remember that time you tried to poison me with rage? Oh, <laughs> that was such a silly misunderstanding. I don't think I'd go back with someone who did that. Who tried to poison you? Yeah. I think the trust might, might be broken. Might be a line that I have. There might be the poisoning line. That's the line that's yeah. drawn. <laughs> so I'm a picky man. He can tell. And finally, just because we haven't had one of these in a while, and it seemed wrong that we didn't, so I'd just like to. It isn't from uh, my favorite place, but where? what state is this from, Greg? Florida. A Florida man has been accused of furiously masturbating. Of course. In a, a how do you say this? See, that's Kissimmee? the pastime down Kissimmee? there. Kissimmee? Uh, Kissimmee. Kissimmee. I think is how you say it. In a Kissimmee what store? Walmart? Walmart damaging yeah. property with his bodily fluids and following a woman around while listening to audio pornography. Can I ask you? Audio pornography. Thank you. I was going to ask you, what's audio pornography? I don't know, but I'm very interested in uh, understanding what this is. is audio it like, pornography. It's just like dirty. Is it dirty talking? Like, like somebody's talking dirty? I don't know. Let's, let's is, that a whole, is that a genre? I don't. He was, uh, he was accused of furiously masturbating in a kissimmee. Walmart damaging property with his bodily fluids and following around a woman all the while listening to audio pornography. Well, so that's a. I didn't know that was an actual genre of something that you could listen to because that's. I mean, we talk for a living. Yeah, are we audio por- pornography? For maybe someone? maybe he was listening to our show. Are we pornography for someone? I don't know. Maybe we're audible. It's a very uh, audio odd pornography. It's a very odd. Thing you have. If you're that person out there right now, number one, get oh, out of that's public. That's a fair point. Rick is bringing up uh, mates porn for the blind. Okay. They need porn too. They do. True. Everyone needs porn. So Interesting. I never thought about it yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't think about that How either. How close minded of me. I should well, have thought about this. A Walmart. Me- Never mind, I'm stopping there. All right. A Walmart security guard spotted Taylor Davis, 20 years young, uh, wandering around Walmart listening to headphones and Touching himself through a hole he had cut inside of his black hooded sweatshirt. <laughs> well, through Taylor, the sweatshirt, huh? Through the sweat, he had cut a so he had a, like a pocketed sweatshirt and he had to cut a hole inside. Okay, so he had like a little hoodie, like a like little the pouch pocket there, like with the pouch. And the so front. so it would end up in the pouch. So I think it was, so it was a long it. sweatshirt. And so the, it looks the, like he just has his hand in the pouch. It looks like he has the hand in the pouch and he's just rooting around in there trying you know, to find something. At first, I wasn't sure how that would work, and now looking back at that, that mean. I guess so, if you're going to do that. You do sound very, well, A, you sounded very interested in the audible porn. Well, I was curious about that. Mainly and then now you're like commending him for his practices of cutting holes uh, no, in sweatshirts and I'm getting not, away with it? I'm not commending him. I'm saying now I understand the thought behind the design on that. Because then it just looks like, you, looks like you have your hands in your pocket. Just kind of move into the beat? Yeah. Yeah. 
shuffling around. Just uh, got my hands on my he's, pocket. He's uh, touching and shuffling uh, through a hole he cut inside of his black hooded sweatshirt records show. Uh, Taylor Davis then saw a woman he thought was attractive and started to follow her around. Oh, he God. That's so sheriff. gross. Oh, that is so gross. The, just wait for the grossest sentence and then we'll be done. The security guard then saw tra- uh, Taylor Davis, 20 years young, take his hands out of his sweatshirt. Oh. And white bodily fluids on three boxes of hefty trash bags. Oh, that's just, that's... Just oh. scraped him off. Just The boxes had to be thrown, ag- thrown away and the security guard called the sheriff's office. Uh, they actually were able to catch Taylor uh, Taylor Davis before he left. Uh, they found him in his green Nissan Altima. Davis told the deputy sheriff who arrested him that he had a problem controlling himself. He has furiously masturbated in other places before, he told the deputy. However, this is the first time he'd been caught. He's been charged with disorderly conduct and criminal mischief. <sighs> what an asshole. The poor guy working there. And how many other places has he done this that... Nobody knows where the remnants were left. Ugh. There you go, my friends. It's your world of crazy. I wonder if he was listening to us. All right. No, Greg. That was a joke. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I don't think we can spin into that next thing. Uh, Why don't we go to some ball talk? Why don't we do a little bit of ball talk? Let's just go straight for it. Okay. Just ready to go for it? I'm ready. I'm ready to do a little bit of ball talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Uh, let's talk balls. Balls. All right, a little potpourri of balls. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'll say this. Um, people in Philadelphia may want to be careful if they ever attend a Phillies game again. So the Philadelphia Phillies, Major League Baseball team, pretty much Philadelphia fans in general. And I, I can't speak from experience having gone to a game there, but they are notoriously known as the worst fans ever. All right, how, how so worse? Violent, crazy, angry. Like, they rival Oakland Raiders fans. I'm sorry, that's reputation, Philly fans. You know that. That those games are just insane. They're they're crazy people. Okay. They're the ones that, I think it was a Philadelphia Flyers hockey game where they uh, pelted Santa with snowballs and, like, rocks and bottles. Oh, I remember you talking about that. That's horrible. Yeah. They're crazy fans. However, now it's just going to get a little bit crazier because the Philadelphia Phillies have announced that they're going to start selling liquor at their games. Like whiskey? Yeah. Oh. Liquor oh. will now be available at their games. The cocktail list has not been finalized, but they will be uh, serving it during baseball games now, which previously they did not. It was just beer and wine. That is a, a bad idea. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Yep. Bad idea. So there you go. Well, I mean, I see people, like, even if you go to Blazer games in town, like, when you see, like, the people who will have their, like, because they serve liquor there. Yeah, but that's different. Blazers fans, I don't think there's any team in the NBA that has fans, like, like, I mean, got 76ers fans, but 76ers suck. Like, Philly fans, it's different. Yeah. It's different there. Wow. They're crazy. And again, I don't think I would be offending anybody who is a Philadelphia fan. You know that. That's the reputation. So anyway, there we go. Selling liquor. Be careful going there. Moving on to ball talk. We've got this. This is interesting. I had no idea teams would go this far, although I guess it kind of makes sense. So the NFL draft is coming up. 
where the NFL drafts the college players mm-hmm. into the league. Jameis Winston's largely considered to be the number one pick. Marcus Mariota from Oregon considered to be number two. But there's so much money that goes into these draft picks and such a huge stock. Like draft, especially drafting a quarterback uh, or a really star player, it can change your entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Like that will be the centerpiece of your hun- multi hundreds of millions of dollars franchise could all rest on the shoulders of one player. Wow. And Jameis Winston, you know, possibly being this guy, or, you know, Marcus Mariota, whoever. Well, in the past, this was, I believe, two years ago during this draft, something has come out about what one team did in order to find out whether they wanted to draft a player. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers apparently did this. And this comes. This is a story from the former Buccaneers general manager, Mark Dominic, And he told ESPN Radio this. There was a wide receiver who was from Oklahoma State named Justin Blackman who was coming out of college. He was a very good player, but he was kind of a trouble guy. He already had a DUI, and he was rumored to be like a very heavy drinker, had some off-the-field issues, which can affect, you know, a lot of things. And so the Buccaneers wanted to see how much he actually went out and drank. So they went to his favorite bar in Oklahoma, uh, on the Oklahoma State campus, some bar called Cricket Club or something like that. And they went there, and... They staked it out. They sent a, an actual scout there to go undercover and sit there for five for one week straight, going from 3 p.m. To, to 11 p.m., just to watch to see how many times he came into the bar. So this guy staked it out for eight hours a day. Oh, my for God. For a week, he was in this bar. And he would watch and note how many times he came in. And I guess he came in too many times for them. They decided not to draft him. Also, he's gotten, I believe, two DUIs since then, since oh, he got geez. drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guy does have some problems, but yeah, that's how they determined it. Like they went undercover and followed this guy. Well, I guess if you are going to be investing, you know, millions upon millions of dollars, you might as well see what you're going to be paying for. Kind of interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. See what happened with there. Um, so that's one thing they did. Moving on to ball talk. Sorry, just kind of going through a little potpourri here. Say this one other thing: the NFL has done. Uh, just of note, because this is in the news, they hired the first ever female referee. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I guess they, they hadn't had one in the NFL before. So this is a woman who's been coaching college games since 2007, and now she's the first female, permanent female official in the NFL. So there we go. Awesome. I think that's kind of where that story ends. Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> it was a good uh, not, story. Not much more for it, yeah. But All right, the big thing happening this weekend, though, of course, Sarah, is the start of the final five minus one. The NCAA Men's Division One oh. basketball tournament. Insanity of the month before April is now in April. So it's insanity in April. Well, kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Insanity in April, sure. It's happening this weekend, so the final the final four, we'll just say it. It's the NCAA sues us. This is the risk we take for you guys. Duke versus Michigan State. Kentucky versus Wisconsin. The winner of those two games will go to the national championship. Okay. So Kentucky and Wisconsin. Duke and Michigan State. And with that... I feel it's only appropriate that since these are the games that are going to be happening this weekend, and college basketball fans are really into this, just behind college football fans, for making fan songs. So, Sarah, here's just a little song for you. This is called The Hottest the hottest Duke Basketball Rap Ever. Okay. No. I don't know if I believe this. Uh, it's what yep. it says. It's on YouTube. Duke Basketball. Let's go, Duke Basketball. Yeah, Duke Basketball. Yeah, Duke, Duke, 
I'm a Cameron, crazy, Cameron, crazy, crazy, and Cameron. And we get more crazy when the game's on. And we yell back and forth like a ping pong. And we're gonna keep it up till your team's gone. Cause we're Cameron, crazies, Cameron, crazies, crazy, and Cameron. Listen, basketball is okay. what we do. Dunks, jump shots, they all fall true. Show us the rim and we'll put one through. Teams got- so there we go. That was that one. That was one of the worst things you've played in a really long time. Here's a Kentucky Wildback Wildcats uh, fan song called I Bleed Blue. It's one of celebrations and banquets, diplomas and banners, rings and parades. A return of this legendary program back to its rightful place atop the mountain. I remember sitting up late when I was a boy. Listening to K-Wood with my dad I remember picturing the game inside the radio We wanted the cats to win so bad And I remember staying awake oh, Excited half the night Oh yeah, he's building up though right now To what? To even shittier? Yeah, we gotta hear the chorus God, it's a slow build so slow. Tears when we're old. I still this is a bill? Every oh, wow. now and then. I bleed blue through and through. I was born and raised oh my god. There you go, sir. That's I Bleed Blue. By UK Cats 8 fan. Okay. Well, everyone really appreciated that song. I know they did. So mm-hmm. uh, there you go. I just want to give you a little flavor of that for the weekend because that's, you know, who the teams are rooting for. They played hard to get there, Sarah. So are you going to call who that you That song think is has 207,000 views. Oh, stop. That's just mean. All right. Are you going to call who you think is going to win the Insanity of April? I will say this. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll say who's going to win the two games this weekend. Are you going to go out on a limb and say Bracket Kansas? Bracket be damned. Woo-hoo. Kansas isn't playing, so that would be going I mean, out on Kentucky, a limb. I mean, Kentucky, Begins with a K. Kentucky's going to get upset this weekend. Wisconsin's going to beat them. Kentucky has undefeated this season. I believe they are at 38 straight wins. Kentucky loses. Wisconsin will win. All right. Also, on the other game... Duke's going to win. Duke versus Wisconsin will be and the who's championship. And going to win in the championship? I'll say that on Monday because that right. game's not this weekend. Okay. There you go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You realize how much you break people's spirit after you play a really super shitty song and then you say how many views it's I, had? I didn't make the song, Sarah. Uh, it's not my fault that that many people are, are viewing it. I just find them on YouTube and share the information. What people do with that information, well, that's that's their choice. Mm-hmm. That's just what I'm saying. You know what else is a fantastic choice to make? What? Going to Bike Gallery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bike Gallery, our fine sponsor. Of course, you heard Kelly here on the on the show last week. Bike Gallery is a wonderful place. BikeGallery.com is where you can find out all kinds of information. And they have six locations here in the Portland area. Pretty much anything you would ever want for biking needs, they're the place to go. Mm-hmm. And the best part is you can go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com, and click on the Bike Gallery link right there on our page. So it's right on the right. Go to our website, click on that. 
they do track that stuff, which is good. Uh, go there, click on that, and go to bikegallery.com and just take a look around the page and just see. Just meander. Even if you yeah. don't live in town, even if you do live in town and don't want to head down to a location, you can do your online shopping and either pick it up at the store or have it shipped to you. Yeah, so you don't even have to be in town. You can have it shipped wherever you want. And use the code FER15 and you can get 10% off your first order there online. Or if you're going to go in store, um, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link, and there's a link right there to the coupon that you can show when you check out. And uh, you will get your discount. Oh, get a discount. Awesome. Bike Gallery really is an amazing place. So bikegallery.com. Go there. Check them out. Um, funemploymentradio.com. Then click on that link. And it is fantastic. Yes. So thank you to Bike Gallery. So before we do go, we do have a birthday today. And I'm so proud of myself for remembering this. What? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, we have a birthday today. I'm so proud of myself for remembering this. This is from Joyce. And Joyce wrote in and she said, Hi, you guys. Uh, my husband, John, and I are huge fans of your podcast. I asked John what he wanted for his birthday, which is coming up on April 5th. So that's going to be this Sunday. Okay. And he said all he wanted was my homemade German chocolate cake and Fat Elvis singing to him on his uh, for a birthday wish. Oh, well, we can I've, we can take care of one of those. Yeah, she said, I've got the cake part covered. Will you guys please help me with the song dedication? Thank you so much for all the years of laughter, Joyce. Of course, Joyce, it would be our pleasure. Yes. Happy like, birthday, John. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying your chocolate cake. That sounds goddamn delicious, yeah. John. Make sure she didn't put any raid in it. Oh, yeah. Bitches be crazy. Yeah. Just Not Joyce, though. Joyce no, is No, I don't cool, think Joyce would do she's that. She's a cool motherfucking chick. Joyce wouldn't do that. I mean, seriously, she's married to a dude that all she wants is German chocolate cake and drunk fat Elvis singing to him. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Like, that's that's an awesome marriage. Okay, right all right. I mean, I'm, I'm not quite honestly. I won't worry about it. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, happy John. Birthday, Have John. a great one. And Greg has also decreed that you get to spend the whole weekend um, celebrating. Saturday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. There you go, Johnny boy. There's your... There's your drunk fat Elvis. <laughs> um, all right. Also, I think there was a question that came in. Let me see here if I've got this. Uh, sorry, my computer's freezing. A birthday rules question. Oh, from our friend Lisa. Oh, uh, San Francisco Lisa? Yes. Awesome. Okay, Lisa says, what's the birthday rule for half birthdays? Well, to th- that means oh, today is my is... half birthday. She's the big 39.5, and yes, I'm going out to celebrate with friends. I imagine Greg is fuming right now. Well, ordinarily... Lisa, yes, I would be fuming, but see, this is dangerous territory. I can't really officially grant that an okay for the half birthday celebration. I can grant a Lisa celebration, a celebration of Lisa, though. That I can grant. So nothing to do with birthdays, just Lisa should celebrate herself this weekend. Yes, Lisa, celebrate yourself. You do you. A celebration of Lisa has been declared. There, I'll, I'll allow that. Don't ever, ever say you do you. <laughs> oh my I wanted to see if you God. would catch that. Oh, now people are posting pictures of German chocolate cake in the chat, and that sounds amazing. Ah. This is not helping. It's not helping Operation Hot Summer. No. Too. No, we we got to get full into Operation Hot Summer. I need I to know. start riding my bike. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the bike gallery link. And Sonic Sketches. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I hope you have a good time visiting your folks. I hope nobody steals any of your uh, Easter treats this weekend. Well, I don't go there anymore, Sarah. I'm sorry. I thought maybe you'd moved into the supervisor position and you were still being bullied by small children. No, I could bully them, though. I could just show up at an Easter egg hunt and try to make up Don't finish that. that sentence. You've already dug yourself a big enough hole today. Ladies, he's single and ready to mingle. Like I said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120.
You guys are fantastic. We really appreciate you so much. And of course, coming up this weekend, Chronicles of the Nerds at 10.30 a.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network, followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Awesome. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Love you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.